Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today's a big day. Why? What's up? Why? What's up? January 26th is National Spouse Day. It is National Spouses Day. Today is National Spouses Day. Yeah, what? What? Today. You're my husband. You're my wife. You're my wife. You're a husband? Husband. My lofty wedded spouse. Today is the day. Spouses are given the respect they achieved. It would be nice to do something nice. You're the spouse. Showtime. You got any plan for National Spouses Day? Oh, you're not talking to me. It must be. Nope. <laughs> yeah, we're we're actually going to go to a sound healing tonight, or uh, what do you call it? Are you really a sound bath? A, yeah, you, they can call either one. Oh, nice. We'll see what that's about. I love it. We'll say it's for National Spouses sure, Day, yeah. so you get credit for it. Who, who talked great. you into that? It's a long story. I have a friend that I have a couple of friends that play the bowls. You're gonna love it. Play the bowls. We play the bowls, man. The singing bowls. Okay. Full report tomorrow. Hey, what's going on with Giselle and that jujitsu guy? We'll have the story coming up. Also, police do a welfare check on Britney Spears. Get to that story as well. But first, let's begin this hour's E News with Jeremy Renner this morning. Jeremy Renner. So that huge, horrible accident that he was in where he broke more than 30 bones. He was actually trying to save his nephew when he was crushed by this massive snow grooming machine. That's what the incident report says from a Nevada sheriff's office. Police are saying Jeremy had just helped free his nephew's car from the snow when the vehicle started sliding sideways. Jeremy jumped out of it, but then he realized it was heading toward his nephew. Now, he hadn't set the parking brake, which police think would have stopped it. But anyway, Jeremy tried to jump back into the vehicle to divert or stop it. And in order to get back into the cab, though, we had to step on one of the tracks, which was rolling, which pulled him under, and he got run over. So the report states that Jeremy did not set the parking brake, but it also suggests that mechanical issues may have been a factor because the brake-like indicator inside the cab wasn't functioning. So it's possible he thought he set it, mm. you know, but the light just wasn't working, and so didn't know, and yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, he's so lucky. When I see that alive. piece of machinery, I'm like, I can't even. He's lucky he was on snow. Because if he'd have got run over on that, you think on dry ground, right. where there wasn't that cushion. Ugh. Yeah, what's that, what's that old that old fable, that old story of the guy who, uh, you know, he got into a bad car accident, got struck by lightning, uh, 
his house burned down, all these things. And everybody's like, oh, my God, poor guy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, look at all those things that have happened to him. And they talk to him and he says, I'm the luckiest man on earth. I've yeah. survived all of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's perspective. You know? Right. It's from which direction I, you wish to look I at mean, it. Every time we do a Jeremy Renner story, I just instinctively go, oh, my God, he's so lucky. Mm-hmm. And people are like. He crushed 30 bones in his body. That's not lucky. I'm like, no, but but he lived. He, he survived. survived it. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. I know. I know. And I now and, and after all this, like I wonder if there is something to that faulty brake indicator light if if he could end up, you know, getting some compensation for that. Mm, maybe. King Charles's real estate firm is suing Twitter for failing to pay rent at their London office. King Charles's real estate firm. Everyone's like, you mean England? The FDA proposed new guidelines that would limit lead levels in processed baby food. A real surprise to parents who thought the current limit was any. Justin Bieber just sold his entire music catalog for $200 million. Yeah, asked what he's going to do with the money. Bieber said, buy a dozen eggs. In a new interview, Pope Francis said he doesn't mind criticism and said it, quote, helps you grow and improve things because nothing says you're open to change like still speaking Latin. All right. The police did a welfare check on Britney Spears Tuesday night at around 11 p.m., but they determined she was not in any danger. That's good. The reason they conducted the check was a little weird. Um... Apparently, Brittany deleted her Instagram account. Doesn't she do that like every other week? She's done it like 50 times in just the last few years. Mm -hmm. And the fans got all worried like they do. Mm -hmm. Was her last post somewhat dramatic or... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Concerning in some way. Well, in recent weeks, we've seen her getting upset at that restaurant, restaurant when other patrons started filming her. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, her supposedly changing her name to River Red. So I don't know. But at uh, least she's free. She's free. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's. I, I just worry about her. Maybe the conservatorship wasn't. The most ideal situation, but I do feel like she needs some kind of support, help somewhere, somehow. Hope she's getting it. Because I do get, I do get. Yeah, a little, I'm not 100 I mean, percent sure she's getting it from what's his name, her the husband, husband or fiance, whatever. Yeah. Getting her the support she needs. I don't know. Or looking out for her best interests. Right. Yeah. All right. So Giselle Bunchen was spotted this week spending more quality time with that jujitsu instructor, Joaquin Valente. They were horseback riding together in Costa Rica. 
Mm. Doesn't that sound lovely? Well, Costa Rica does. Horseback, horses and I don't exactly. I love them. They're beautiful, but I don't want to sit on one. No, but it was wild because Kristen and I were on the beach. Uh, the kids were taking surfing lessons, and two ponies just walked by. It was the wildest thing. Wild ponies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Crazy. Uh, so, sources claim that they're very close, but that they don't have a, quote, traditional dating scenario. What does that mean? Traditional dating scenario. Does that mean they're just sleeping together? Yep. Sure. Sounds like that could change. Yeah. Spending time and yeah. Uh, Doesn't mean it can't change whether or not it will ever become more rests on the table, according to these sources. Her kids with Tom Brady are now 13 and 10 and they were along for the ride. So I don't know if that means... You know, you could take that one of different kind, two different kinds of ways that they are just friends and the kids are hanging out or they've reached that point in the relationship where the kids are in on it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How old? Are, well, how, what's the youngest? 13 and 13 10. 13 and 10. Those were the ones that oh, were long no. for the ride. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So Margot Robbie's career could have turned out much, much differently. When Margot Robbie was just 16 and living in her native Australia, Margot was an extra in a Hooters commercial, but as a customer, not a waitress. But management, I guess, saw something in her because they offered her a job. Well, yeah, they did. She's stunning. <laughs> of course, she was. She She'd was wear asked, that outfit well. <laughs> oh, without question. Yeah, so a journalist, I guess, had, had asked her, said, you know, have have you ever been in something that most people don't know about? Because you know how they, they uncover stuff and they're like, oh, look, you know, this is Harrison Ford when he was a young man in a, you know, in a car rental commercial or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, uh, actually, yes. I was in a Hooters commercial, not as a Hooters girl, as someone eating at Hooters. And at the end of the day, they offered me a job and I was like, <laughs> I think this is where my career is going. I'm going to end up working at Hooters, and that's that's cool. Okay. I think I was like 16. When I got my job on Neighbors, I was working at Subway. Uh, when she said, when I got my job in Neighbors, Neighbors, she's referring to, is an Australian soap opera that she starred in. When I got my job on Neighbors, I was working at Subway, and I got to go in and like quit my job at Subway, and they were like, why? And I was like, because I'm going to be on Neighbors. And they were like, oh. And then six months later, I did a commercial for Subway. How about that? Have you guys noticed in commercials, like, you, I mean, we, we hear these stories like, oh, yeah, back before they became famous, they were in these commercials. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed a lot more, like, pretty big names being in commercials instead of the up-and-comers? Like, there's, like, that one. Oh, yeah. There's that one commercial that's got the. Uh, All these A-list. I mean, Matthew yeah, McConaughey does it. a ton of them. But, yeah. It's like, hey, why? How are you supposed to get your start when the A-list celebrities are doing <laughs> taking all the jobs? Well, and it's so much money for one day's work. Mm-hmm. They make so much more money, like per hour, on a commercial than they ever do on a movie. Yeah, good Crazy. for them. That's right. great. Speaking of commercials, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no. but you brought it up. Uh, let's talk about Super Bowl commercials. Ozzy Osbourne and Joan Jett will appear in Workday's Super Bowl ad. Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. This is funny. They released a preview. Office workers find out who the new guy is, and it's Ozzy Osbourne. Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. Which one of you wants a piercing? 
Yeah, who's the new guy? I don't know, but I hear he's a rock star. <laughs> oh, you mean literally a rock star? I hate it when they do that, though, start releasing all of the commercials. I mean, uh, we're I'm still sorry. three Did weeks away. Well, no, you don't ruin it. It's out there. But like three weeks. We're three weeks out. Three and a half weeks out from the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm that far away. Two and a half, I guess. Two and a half weeks. Yeah. Mm. And already. How are yeah. you supposed to enjoy them during the game if you've already seen them all? You make some interesting points, Jen. So in the original Squid Game, everybody died. So Oh, thanks for ruining <clears throat> it for me. I know. If you remember, Netflix is producing a Squid Game reality show with real contestants playing real games for real money. It's shooting in England right now. Now, one of the games they played was Red Light, Green Light, just like on the original show. But a British tabloid says contestants were forced to play outside in some zero temperatures, and a few were severely injured. Mm. Netflix is denying it. They say, we care deeply about the health and safety of our cast and crew and invested in all the appropriate safety procedures. While it was very cold on set and participants were prepared for that, any claims of serious injury are untrue. Oh. So okay. I don't know. Yeah. I would think for a show like that, if you're putting people in those kinds of situations, that you would have a ton of insurance. Yeah, you would think. And that they signed a ton of releases. Hmm. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. And cover everything. Yeah. Meanwhile, the founder of the Razzie Awards issued an apology to 12-year-old Ryan Kira Armstrong for nominating her for Worst Actress. Good. She played the lead in the Firestarter remake. Uh, He said her name has been removed from the ballot, and going forward, actors and filmmakers under the age of 18 will not be eligible. Uh, I think you can even bump that up to 21. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The quote uh, said, We have never intended to bury anyone's career. Uh, It is why our Redeemer Award was created. We all make mistakes, very much us included, since our motto is, own your bad. (laughs) Own your bad. Mm. We realize that we ourselves must live up to it. So we are owning our bad. There you go. Yes. So Neil Patrick Harris made a cameo in the season two premiere of How I Met Your Father as Barney, his How I Met Your Mother character. Showrunners said the cameo is just a tease and there's going to be a lot more coming by the time his appearance on our show is over, they said. People will feel really satisfied by what they've seen. Okay. Hmm. So, huh. wonder what else he's got going on right now. I feel like he's... He I've, does a lot of work I do. I feel like he pops up. He's always popping up somewhere yeah. doing something. Hmm. Okay. I got some sad news. Uh... You you remember that show? I don't know if Tim would remember the show from a million years. He ain't got no walking stick. He don't need no ball and chain. If he ain't got no hand to kick, that don't mean nothing to James. Oh, oh, James singing. Don't. This is a show called James at 15, and then the next season it was James at 16. It was a 1977 made-for-TV movie. Uh... The TV movie was called James at 15, and then they made it a series. Is it now called James in the Ground? Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so popular, they, they made this TV movie, James at 15, into a series, huh. and they called it James at 16, and uh, the star of it was an actor by the name of Lance Kerwin, and he has passed away at the age of 
62, but it is noteworthy because uh, back then he was the highest paid adolescent television star. Hey, are you the guy who took the action shots? In the paper? Yeah. Yeah, it was me. Well, let me tell you. He's the younger sounding of these two. That was one heck of a shot. I mean, that was decent for a change. Real decent. Hey, thanks. That was a great game you guys had. Listen, you wouldn't happen to have any more shots. I mean, uh, I'd like to buy a few from you. Oh, no, no, I'll make them up for you for free. You do that? Yeah. That's class, buddy. Real class. That's the scene from the TV movie, which also featured Vincent Van Patten playing a high school football player named Rip. Okay. (laughs) I've never heard of that. Yeah, James the 16 was sort of like this, uh, you know, dorky... Slightly heavy set nerd kid that was just trying to figure it out and fit in and figure out life. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Anyway, uh, actor Lance Kerwin, though, gone at the age of 62. Mm. Also, this morning, we heard recently that con artist Anna Sorkin or Delvey or whatever she's calling herself this week was getting a reality show. And now we know a little bit more about it. It'll be called Delvey's Dinner Club and will feature Anna hosting dinner parties for actors musicians, socialites, journalists, and other important people. Will they show up? There's no word on any specific guests yet. Anna says, quote, there's nothing like the experience of bringing together a curated group of friends to share life stories and enjoy a great culinary experience. I'm grateful for the opportunity to bring my vision to a wider audience and share a glimpse of the real Anna Delvey. Uh, Anna Delvey. I'm sorry. I can't. Don't ask. I can't do her accent or whatever that is. I can't reproduce it. She's on house arrest, by the way. So this will be all happening in her apartment. And there's no word on when or where we'll get to see it. But it's coming. Hmm. My son, I got to take him to school, too. That's all I'm doing. Doing drop-offs. <laughs> growing up, nobody dropped us off. We didn't get a ride anywhere growing up. Especially to school. My house, my parents just told us, walk down the sidewalk, and when you see people your height, that's it, that's the school. (laughs) Just listen for your name, walk in the building. (laughs) Now I gotta take my son to school. I gotta basically hand him off to the teacher. You go to these schools, you talk to the parents. Listen, I don't wanna talk to anybody in the morning. But people love to talk in the morning. You ever talk to people? (laughs) You know how boring? People are. You ever get in these conversations? What's going on? Well, we had COVID and uh, my husband had 102 temperature and uh, I listen. <laughs> Could you listen to this? I can't listen to this. I need to hear some stuff. When I talk to you, if I ask you what's going on, I need to hear, I'm like, I, ju- I had an affair last night. I th- <laughs> what? You did? What happened? I, that's what I want to hear. I, I want to hear about your cold. <laughs> yeah, that was Sebastian Maniscalco from his Netflix special. Is that me? Melissa. Hey. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing pretty good. Trying to stay warm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was spitting snow, too, out there a little bit. It was like freezing rain, a wintry mix on my drive-in. Yeah. Yeah, Fine. I think the roads are slicker today than they were yesterday. So I agree. Go, go slow, especially if you're up north. 
So here you go. I'm going to give you three headlines here. Two of them are fake. One is real. If you can pick out the real one, then you're going to go see Carrie Underwood. And you're also going to go to Bridal Rama the first weekend in February. Okay? Okay. All right. So is it A? Woman fired from law firm for angrily throwing tater tots at coworkers. Is it B? Guy trying to steal Cheetos from 7-Eleven stopped by nine-year-old Black Belt. Or C, a female shoplifter was arrested for battery by Slim Jims. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to say C. C, it is. You are correct. You nailed it. Yay! Yay! Good work. Yeah, 40-year-old woman in Florida named Casey Brazil went into a gas station convenience store on Monday, and at some point she started shoplifting. The female clerk caught her doing it, and an argument ensued. Casey made her way to the front door. And the clerk ran over and confronted her. Hmm. According to the police report, Casey then pushed her and then struck her with two Slim Jim beef sticks that she was stealing. <laughs> I would imagine those that would sting. Yeah. Those things are hard. It's not clear if the Slim Jims were still in their packaging at this point, just for the visual. Fortunately, the clerk was not injured. The police caught Casey, who admitted to the Slim Jim attack. She was arrested and charged with simple assault and theft. Maya is looking for a second date update this morning. Hi, Maya. Hi there. It's nice to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, help me out here. (laughs) We're going to try. Why don't you tell us how it all started, how you met Rich, and the first date, how it progressed, and all that good stuff, and we'll go from there. Well, I met him on Match, and just so you know, I got divorced a little over a year ago, and I'd been married for 17 years, so I was way out of practice, you know, when I started this dating thing. And I still don't think I'm really getting the hang of it yet, but That's okay. You're not alone. Nobody ever does, I don't think. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, so I met met him on Matt, and we had lunch, and lunch was really good, and we got along really well. We have a lot in common. I mean, he's divorced, too, so that's kind of cool, I guess you could say. Uh, We have kids about the same age. Um, he's a super involved dad, which, you know, I really like because the man I was married to was pretty detached from the kids. So I love seeing a dad who is a dad and gets into being a dad, you know? Yeah. Um, we like the same stuff, uh, you know, like same movies and shows and music. And we like trying new restaurants. I mean, we have all this, a lot of things in common. We even have sense of humor, which is great. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I felt good, like we'd been friends for a long time, and maybe that's what the problem is. Maybe I'm putting the friend zone all of a sudden. <laughs> but, you know, even if that's the case, I, I really enjoyed his company, and I'd love to get together with him again and just – and even if it's just on the friend level, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't mind being friends with him, you know? And yeah, just kind of see where it takes you. I hate yeah. that, though, when you have, like, a connection with someone and you like it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're totally going to hit it off again. And then nothing. It's just the worst. But I also know friends who were obviously very busy because if he is involved with his kids and he's got a lot going on as a single dad, I assume they share custody. He he doesn't have primary custody, does he? He didn't say that he did, so I'm going to assume no. Yeah. How old are your kids? My kids, they're six and seven. Oh, wow. And so you both have kids around the same age. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even after we said goodbye at lunch, I hugged him and said that I'd love to see him again. And he smiled and said that that would be nice. So I I thought we were on the same page. I'm a little lost here, you know. Okay. Um, 
Just jotting down some notes. How long ago was this? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And you sent him a text, tried to reach out? Yeah, tried calling too, you know. Oh, you even called him? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he didn't answer. Okay. Wow. And nothing off the top of your head that you think might have freaked him out a little, sent him running? <laughs> Did you do I something? I don't think so. I mean, I wanted to eat some of his dessert, but I didn't think that was a bad idea. Oh, boy. She reached across the table. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm kidding. Yeah, that's not yeah. it. Well, it's happened. I mean, we've had somebody. Yeah. Say, yeah, Joey she, doesn't share food. They're weird about sharing food. I'm not saying that's what happened here. <laughs> All right. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Rich and see what he honestly thought of Maya. And if there's any chance of a second date, at the very least, a friendship. Who knows? You can never have too many friends, right? No. I mean, I'll do that. All right, then we'll do our part as Second Date Update continues next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Hi, it's Tim. Right now at Universal Windows Direct, when you buy one window, you'll get one free. All right, so Maya had a lunch date with Rich. They're both divorced. She's been out of the dating scene for about 17 years. That's how long she was married. She's been divorced a little over a year. She's still trying to get the hang of dating. Uh, Who isn't? Yeah. Everyone I know that's dating is still trying to get the hang of dating. Right. But they have a lot in common. They but they both have kids the same age. She's a pretty involved dad, which is very appealing to her. They both like movies, shows, concerts, going to restaurants, get a great sense of humor. And at the end of the lunch date, they shared a hug. She said, hey, I'd love to love to get together again. And he said, that, that would be nice. And that sounds like a positive, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. Two weeks has gone by. She sent him a couple texts. I think tried to call him. No response from him. So after a couple of weeks, you definitely get the feeling that you're being blown off. And you even said, Maya, which I appreciate, you know, even if nothing comes from this from a relationship standpoint, I just think he's he'd be a good guy to be friends with. That's true. Yeah. So we're going to call Rich, see if we can learn get some from answers. Him. Yeah. Hello? There he is, Rich. Uh, yeah, hi. Who's this? It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you, man? Uh, uh, I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> We're doing good. You got a few minutes? Yeah, you don't get phone calls from the radio station people every day. What's going on? <laughs> we just wanted to check in. We spoke to a friend of yours who sounds very nice. And she was commenting on on what a great guy you are and how the two of you seem to have a lot in common as friends, both like a lot of the same things. She made mention of your great sense of humor, and evidently it's been a couple of weeks since she last saw you, and I guess she reached out a couple times, hadn't heard back from you, and so I guess she called this a a welfare check. We're just checking in to see how you're doing. (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A bit nervous right now, but I'm okay. Well, listen, we're not here to poke fun at you or embarrass you in any way. We just wanted to see uh, what your thoughts were about your friend Maya, who you met on Match and went on a date with recently. Um, She seems to be a pretty big fan of yours. We just kind of wanted to get your take on how you think that lunch date went a couple weeks back and whether or not you were open to maybe seeing her again. Oh, um, well, she, uh, you know, it was a good date. Uh, it, was, it was a good lunch. It was, um, 
I'm not really interested in doing a second one, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, I hope that doesn't come out harsh or anything like that. But um, you know, I'm at the point in my, in my life where um, if I can see that something isn't going to work, um, I really don't have a lot of um, energy or uh, time to, or emotional time to kind of just uh, spend on something if I know it's not going to work or if I believe it's not going to work. And I, I, in this case, I... I just didn't feel like there was a um, a relationship future there. Fair enough. I'm just curious Sorry. as to why, because one of, some of the things that she pointed out, aside from the fact that you have have seem to have a lot in common, you both like movies, going to concerts, restaurants. Um, was there was there a standout? Was there something about Maya that you feel just didn't gel well with you? Um. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to say this where I don't sound like crazy. Um, mm. So, okay, um, everybody has quirks. Everybody has, like, you know, things about them uh, that make them unique. Yeah. And Maya has one that, I don't know, is just a little too weird for me. She doesn't, she won't, she won't turn left in a car. Like, she won't turn left. Like, it sounds like, I don't know, like a Ben Stiller movie or something, but she just won't drive her car and make a left-hand turn. And I can't, I don't have the energy to break that down. Wait, and to hold get, on. Like, to Did she drive you? How do you know this? Yeah, yeah. So, because, all right, so we were, gonna, we were going out to this restaurant, and um, I asked her when we were making plans if it was cool to drop my car off at the shop because of like check engine light to come on and I have to get an inspection. So I needed to kind of fix that. Yeah. And the restaurant was super close by. It was like a half a mile or even less down the road. Okay. So she picked me up at the dealer. That's where we met. And Damn. the restaurant was so close, but like she wouldn't make a left turn. So like she oh. mapped out her own route with only making right hand turns and took us like seven miles out of the way <laughs> to get to this restaurant. And I, I drive for a living, you know? So for me, I'm white knuckle grabbing the seats, you know, the, the handle. I just couldn't handle it. I was ready to jump out and run there myself. Oh, wow. Yeah, you would think if the confidence is lacking in just making a simple left-hand turn at a flashing arrow, that the confidence level for regular driving is also probably pretty low. I just don't understand how do you get anywhere. Chris's like, grandma hates making lefts. She she avoids them at all costs. But what if there's not a street to turn on? Like, what do you do? Yeah, what you if just... you don't have a choice? Yeah, those are all questions that I couldn't handle. <laughs> I don't <Okay>. understand. <laughs> Maya, you're not alone. I'm sure there are other people. I'll tell you for a fact, my niece, who, I mean, she's a grown woman with a child, and she has a weird thing about freeways. She's never got knock on wood. She's never been in a wreck, but... She will not drive on a freeway. She will take the longer... Like Dixie Highway? Neighborhood roads, yes. Oh, Lord. Then take a freeway. I have some hazard family that's like that, too. At all costs. Yeah, they won't drive in a city at all, and they consider, like, Lexington the city. Did something happen that caused this fear of making left turns in the car? No. I mean, I, I it's just how I like to do it. I, I just don't like the feeling of crossing traffic, you know? I just don't like it, and I, I don't want to do it. So I figure it out. I look at other ways. And the, the benefit, I thought, was 
with our date was that it just gave us more time to talk and to get to know each other more. So I don't see Ooh, what nice the big spin. Deal. I like that spin. <laughs> I mean, more time to talk. It sounds nice, but like I wasn't doing much concentrating on our conversation when I was just ready to bang my head against the windshield trying to figure out why you just won't turn left. <laughs> I hates being in the car. I do. Especially as a driver, because I'm I like to drive when I'm driving. Driving is my mission. Like I'm not screwing around on my phone. I'm not paying attention to anything other than the duties to drive. Yeah. And so when you are not driving as the person who likes to drive and you're watching the person who's driving do everything but focus on driving. It can be a little agonizing. It, it bothers me because I'm like, <laughs> literally, I am like in the car like this. Hello? Yeah. Like, what are you looking at? Yeah, wh- what's going on? Mm. My sister's like that. And I'm like, every time we go anywhere, I'm like, I'll drive. Yeah, some people Same. are afraid of left turns. And other people, like the squatters in the left lane, I've heard from people who do that. And they say it goes to some weird sense of security where like they, they've got to have that divider on their left side, mm-hmm. which I think makes it even more dangerous. And I'm the kind of person who is the most efficient in my routes. I would drive through a tire fire just to get to the place quicker and more <laughs> efficiently. And so I just felt like this was not going to work out for me at no, all. That's too bad. And I'm sorry I didn't say anything and answer the call, but how do you say that? How do you say, oh, you don't turn left? Like, <laughs> it does sound kind of silly. I couldn't do that you either. actually say it out loud. Yeah. yeah. But I get it. But it's the quirk, yeah. I'm sorry, Maya. Well, you know, there's worse things, I guess, in life. Yeah. Is it? Do you think this is something you'd feel comfortable working on? Well, I've never had to do it in all my years of living. Um, yeah, so. why start now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why bother now? Right. You reach a certain point in life, you get set in your ways. I get it. Again, sorry about that. Maybe it's me. Maybe I, I'm not able to look past something uh, as trivial as turning left, but wish you nothing but the best. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you both. Best of luck to you, and thanks for coming on Second Date Update, you guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. You guys, Have a Take great day. All right. If we can do a Second Date Update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com.